So Sunday, I got home right around 5 a.m. And I I guess I woke up at 8 a.m. and puked like all over my bathroom and puked blood in the sink. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that went through my head was our theme song. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all. So you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. And welcome to another episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. My name is Neil. I'm Chris. And we are watching, we watched, yes, not one, but two, count them, two movies that are out there for your viewing pleasure at this moment in time in the world of cinema. Mm -hmm. First, we are going to talk about the movie that came out literally two days before my birthday. Yay! Um, The one that was on Netflixy this past week is called Do Revenge, featuring uh, Camilla Mendes. Camilla Mendes. I'm going to stop you right there, Chad. Because whatever you think I am doesn't come close to what you are, which is scum, a worthless, pathetic little worm. You stole money from your investors to what? Finance copter cab? But what a surprise. In the end, you couldn't pull it off. (laughs) That's your problem in a nutshell. You can't land anything. You'll never be an alpha, Chad. You're a born beta. From Riverdale, right? Oh! Well, Fucking damn! Uh, is that from Riverdale, right? Yeah, I think it was yeah, from Riverdale. From, yeah. Yeah, yeah, look at me. Yeah, well, it's definitely from Riverdale. Because <laughs> that's where I got... Yeah, I listened to, like, probably... I think I know exactly what happened in every season of Riverdale just from listening to all the clips from her. <laughs> so you get it. You, you understand. Yeah, yeah. I know this movie is, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think I got it. Also... The daughter of Tony Hawk, Maya Hawk. I'm hopeless. Mm. We both are. If only we could just, like, combine. Combine? No, think about it. I know exactly what I want. And I found the girl of my dreams, but I just can't get the courage to ask her out. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you go on, like, a million dates, and you have no idea what you want. Mm -hmm. So if we just combined... All our problems oh. will be solved. Because, I mean, alone, let's face it. I totally suck. Totally and utterly. Oh, I think I found our morning movie. Dr. Zhivago. Oh, you know I don't do double VHS. But it's about doomed love. Oh, well, that's relatable. Precisely. What double VHSs did you have growing up? What VHSs did like, I have The double ones. The, the v- double the VHS double that I have the double VHS is like the ones, um, the ones that I, had, uh, I had Woods, I had Woodstock, yeah. uh, 69. So that was, that was uh, two. I had that was uh, three actually, oh, okay. One box. Um, then, um, there was gosh, I can't remember. I know I did, I did have some double ones. Okay. Uh, Godfather, I had Godfather, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Godfather was a double disc, yeah. a double uh, VHS. Um, now I'm pairing up plus if you guys want to watch all those, they're all there. So. Yeah, no crap. Uh, no, they're not. No, they're not. They took them all off. What? Well, no. Recently. Well, how recent? Because I started watching Godfather, I think two weeks ago when I started watching it again. It was August thirtieth that they took That's them all so off. So fucking lame. Because I went to watch them after, after watching the offer. The offer, <laughs> yeah, and then they were all gone. Oh. I watched. I got to watch the first one. I didn't get to watch the second one. I don't know why 
companies have been doing this recently. But whatever. All right. Um, also in this movie, oh, I want Austin to Maya Hawk, Maya Hawk is actually this the daughter of Ethan Hawk. So not if you go to her Twitter. Uh, I went to her, her Wikipedia. Go to her Twitter uh-huh. and look what it says. It, it says daughter of Tony Hawk. Well, that's not even, that's not even how Tony Hawk's last name is spelled. There's no e at the end of it. Hey man, why would she lie to us? Why would she lie? Because she's a funny, funny person. Uh, who else in this movie? <laughs> Austin Abrams. Yeah, I liked you since I sat down next to you. You know, and I know that you think there's like zero chance that we're gonna be together forever. And um, I don't know. I guess we're both juniors, so you're probably right about that. You know, I mean, like, is one of us gonna get hurt? Yeah, probably. But I'll do my best to make sure that it's me. That's for Euphoria. Because you can't escape. Oh, yeah. Uh, Euphoria. This, one of the best shows ever. This movie's kind of like Euphoria. Kind of. We'll talk about it. Mm, mm, we'll talk about that in a moment. And also, um, making kind of cameo in the movie, Sophia Turner. You are the son of the last true warden of the North. Northern families are loyal. They'll fight for you if you ask. A monster has taken our home and our brother. We have to go back to Winterfell and save them both. Yeah, that's from Game of Thrones, if you guys are fucking living under a rock. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went to her Twitter, her I'm not seeing anything more. about her being the daughter of Tony Hawk. It's an Instagram, my bad. Okay, I'll do Instagram, but... Literally, I, I know this because it's literally been on every fucking video. I've seen her on Kimmel. I've seen her on freaking Tonight Show. I've seen her do the the lie thing the, with uh, Mendez. Uh, I've seen her do the... Believe me, it's on there. It's a one of her but she's the daughter. Of, but pulled, she's the daughter of Ethan Hawke, dude. Like, that's... that's. A, I know who she's the daughter of, but she says she's the daughter of Tony Hawk, not Ethan Hawke. I have to go with her. I'm, she I'm knows just, who her daddy is. Yeah, and, and Ethan Hawke just says right here, like, okay, fine. Uh, she says she's Tony Hawk's daughter. I'm gonna, she's fucking with us all. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so the movie that we're talking about, right, the, the first movie we'll talk about is Do Revenge. It's a Netflix uh, movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll give you some heads up on that movie here in a little bit. Yeah. And then the movie, I was very happy. I didn't even know that they filmed this already. Yeah. I knew it was happening because uh, back in the day, I was a huge, Huge. I'm a huge Fletch fan. I really think it's the only thing uh, Chevy Chase, besides Three Amigos, he ever did that was any worth any crap. Well, Fletch lives. I mean, National Lampoon, Christmas Vacation, but that wasn't him. It well, was everybody well, else. Well, Fletch weekend. lives. Do you like Fletch lives a sequel? Oh, there's Fletch. Oh, oh, oh. And then there's Fletch lives. Do you like Fletch lives? I heard it's not near as good as the first one. Uh, you know, it is what it is. But then the big movie of the week, yes, Confess Fletch. Yes, one of the biggest book series of all time, over 14 books written from 1974 into 1988. Well, I guess there was two more books in the 1990s, uh, The Son of Fletch. Um, But uh, starring the one, the only, the man, so sexy they named him after a big ass of a pig, John Hamm. Advertising is based on one thing. Happiness. And you know what happiness is? Happiness is the smell of a new car. It's freedom from fear. It's a billboard on the side of the road that screams with reassurance that whatever you're doing 
It's okay. You are okay. From Mad Men. I think for a season, I, I was watching the clip, I'm like, he's so young in it. So young and still just as handsome. I'm just now watching that for the first time. Are you fucking shitting me? Yeah, I mean, the show's slow as shit, dude. Are you kidding uh, me? I mean, it's Re- great really. to sit here and be sick and really. pass out to it. Dude, dude, Mad Men's amazing. All of it. I'm trying to figure out what's amazing about it. Because I'm in episode six now. And the first episode of Mad Men were really Mad good. Man. Was good because it had that twist at the end of the episode. You know? But then they don't do that the rest of the show. The rest of the show, they're just it's just like, oh, here's some more information about all these assholes. Like... I'm I feel like to, you're. I feel like find... you're fucking with me. I, I can't. I, like, no, like... I'm not fucking with you. I'm not. Me, me and my wife have this argument all the time, because like I don't get it. Because there's not a character on there that I like. They're all assholes. We're about to talk about characters. They're all chauvinist yeah, pigs. Dude, we're, all... we're about to talk about characters no one likes. <laughs> <laughs> like they are just the worst human. Oh yeah, beings. yeah, yeah, yeah. Every person on yeah, Mad yeah. Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, why would I want to watch it? Who, who do I root for? Where's the good guy? You don't need a good guy. In uh, Mad Men. Well, okay. Well, whatever. And then uh, also in this movie, uh, Marcia Gay Harden. We are painters, Jackson. We don't have any money. We don't get by. We struggle. But you are a great artist. I believe in Jackson Pollock. And there's you and there's the painting and you. You need, you need, you need, you need... And I don't want to be anywhere else. I don't want to be with anyone else. But that's all I can handle. That's from Pollock. Pollock's- Her Oscar-winning performance okay. in Pollock. So for supporting actress. Yeah. 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 And um, and then who else is in this movie? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, Mr. Kyle Mac. Lachlan. McLaughlin. That's what I said. Entering the town of Twin Peaks. Five miles south of the Canadian border, 12 miles west of the state line. I've never seen so many trees in my life. As W.C. Fields would say, I'd rather be here than Philadelphia. 54 degrees on a slightly overcast day. Weatherman said rain. You get paid that kind of money for being wrong 60% of the time. You'd be working. Mileage is 79,345, gauges on reserve, riding on fumes here. I got to tank up when I get into town. Remind me to tell you how much that is. Lunch was uh, $6.31 at the Lamplighter Inn. That's on Highway 2 near Lewis Fork. That was a tuna fish sandwich on whole wheat, slice of cherry pie, and a cup of coffee. Damn good food. Diane, if you ever get up this way, that cherry pie is worth a stop. That's from Twin Peaks. First episode, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Greatest show that ever existed on man, period. David Lynch. David Lynch. <laughs> I know. I forgot somebody, didn't I? Yeah, Lorenzo um, Izzo. Lorenzo, L- L- Lorenzo Izzo is also in this movie. Yes! You don't have to. The jury will. Statutory rape, Evan. 20 years behind bars. And that's just for one of us. And I'm not planning on taking a shower. I have evidence. Really? 
So how could you be a flight attendant if you were only 15? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> we, we saw that in a movie, Evan. I told you he'd believe it. Do you want to check my ID? She doesn't have one. She's too young. Ooh, there's a... There's um, yeah. She was that's that's knock knock. knock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I do wish that Keanu Reeves is amazing. I love him, but I do wish he was a better actor mm-hmm. in that scene. Well, how can you? That movie is kind of weird. That movie. That movie was just kind of weird. I, I watched it and I was just like, man, I feel bad for him. At the same time, what? he did just fuck two fifteen year olds. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know what to say to you, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, you can find us on onlymoviesonsuch.net. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash moviesonsuchpodcast. We're on Twitter at Edith's Podcast. We're on Instagram at MVTS Podcast. Uh, you can see us on podcast at gmail.com or info at moviesonsuch.net. Uh, we're also, uh, you know, uh, oh, we have shirts at Bonfire. Bonfire comes to Movies Don't Suck and something to do. We also uh, uh Patreon, Patreon.com slash Movies Don't Suck. And we're on all stream platforms. So where you find podcasts on Movies Don't Suck and something to do. And if you have a small business, we'd like to help advertise your small business, just like this small business that I'm going to advertise now. Now, this small business actually has two locations, two locations, one being in the greatest city in Missouri, Kansas City, mm-hmm. and then one in that ugly state, Kansas, that nobody really wants to talk about. Um, That's right, true. But, <laughs> yes, that's right. The place we're talking about is one place that Chris finally realized is a great place. And me, I used to f- frequent this place so much that the, the cooks there would put extra wings in my basket when I ordered wings. And this is Grinders. Grinders on, in um, downtown Can- uh, Kansas City. Uh, it's located, where is it located? 417 18th Street. Kansas City, Missouri. So what? I live 15 blocks away from this uh, location. Now, Grinders has been on um, uh, Guy Fury's uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Mm-hmm. And I know that because on this particular episode right here, mm-hmm. where Guy Fury's talking to Sketch, that's Sketch, the owner, really cool dude, if you ever get a chance to talk to him. Um I was sitting at the counter <laughs> like uh, there was no pictures of it or anything like yeah. that, but here's the counter that they were behind. And yeah. I was sitting at that counter uh, talking. Now the wings there are ridiculously awesome. The food there's ridiculously awesome, but you know, what's one of the best things about grinders. Oh yeah, it is the big, huge music live venue. That's behind <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So I saw <laughs> the national thing. just recently. Look at this. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Oh my gosh. I uh now who did you see there recently? The National. The National. Yeah. And I've seen uh I know I've seen Power Man 5000, mm-hmm. I've seen Saliva, I've seen um George Clinton and the Parliament Funk. I saw uh gosh, I'm trying to think of everybody I've seen there. I think I saw Sublime with Rome there. Yeah, I, uh, so, I, I saw the National. I've seen Father John Misty. I've seen um Wilco there. And um I think that's all I've seen at Casey at Crossroads, what it used to be called. Now it's called Casey at Grinders. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. If you're in Kansas City, guys, even if you're if you're there just for a night and you're like, what place do I go to hang to just have some drinks downtown? Literally, there's going to be a band there more than likely. There's going to be good food there. And if not, there's, there's a whole area around them with breweries and different restaurants. Gore played it just recently, like a couple of days ago. Yes, I know, <laughs> which I couldn't go to on Monday. And we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, and literally, it is one of my favorite places to go. So you can find them. At, uh, they have Grinders Casey Event Venue on on Facebook, or you can go to GrindersPizza.com, and um, and they and it, dude, seriously, they got hot sauces. They got we have some of their hot sauces still mm-hmm. here that mm-hmm. we use that literally will burn your throat till you die. And and Stretch is like literally the coolest guy in the world. Um, like this guy, I, I, he actually runs the uh, Guy Fieri taco joint too. Oh yeah. That's that mm-hmm. was in the power line. I don't know if it's still there because yeah. I haven't been in the power line forever, but anyway, go to KC, uh, go to grinders, um, grinderspizza.com telling you if you're in KC, it's one of the best places to go. Now Guar and how I missed them. Why did I miss Guar, Chris? You have COVID. I got COVID. I, I uh, went out on my birthday, and I celebrated like a champ. Uh, we went all day Saturday. We went to uh, – we played putt-putt in the, in the morning. Yeah, so that's fun. Um, uh, we went to brunch, had a beautiful brunch. It's me, my wife, and uh, my mother-in-law. Um, beautiful time having a brunch. Um, then we went home, kind of took like a little nap. Um, then we turned around and went out to um, – one of my favorite locations, uh, Hunt's Club. Mm-hmm. We went out there, had a great time, uh, great activities. Um, watched a band, and then um, everybody started started knocking off. And I was like, "No, guys, you don't understand." On the night before my birthday, if that's the night I'm partying, I party till it's my actual birthday. Mm. So, what does that mean to you, Chris? You stay up till midnight. At the no. Least. No. Wait, wait, okay, so what, what does it mean? Party till your birthday. I stay up to the time I was birthed. Which was what? 4.21 a.m. Mm. So you party till 4.21 a.m.? Yes. Mm. And me and a guy named Seth, great guy, awesome dude. You'll meet him when he come down. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, we hung out at his um, his uh, loft that looks over all the downtown. Tulsa sat there, drink beer, smoking cigarettes, uh, and just having a good time. And I came home, I guess at 8 o'clock, I woke, 8 a.m., I woke back up, and I, like, vomited everywhere. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't remember that. I just remember going to the shower. Sure, sure. <laughs> But then after that, I know my throat was sore. I thought it was just because I, you know, puked. Vomit, yeah, I vomited, yeah. Yeah. And... Then all of a sudden, like symptoms start going. I was like, "Oh!" And I got COVID test at my house. Yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So I took one, and I was like, "I'm fucking positive for COVID." So Neil's stuck at the house for a week and a half now, or a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, until I I go negative. Yeah. I mean, you know. Um, so I missed Guar. You did miss Guar on Monday. Sorry, pal. Um, tonight. My friends that I met last time they were here, uh, North by North, are playing at the Whittier Bar, mm-hmm. uh, just down the road, literally just down the road from my house. I could go, I could walk there and be there in like thirty minutes. Yeah. And these people are so awesome. They're from Chicago. We got along so well last time I hung out with them, and they were like so excited that that we were going to come to the show tonight. 
And they messaged me even earlier today, and they're like, can't wait to see you. And I was like, I forgot to tell you, I got the COVID. Does your wife <laughs> have the COVID? No, she must not, because she went to her mom's to get the test, mm-hmm. and she was going to go hang out with her mom, mm-hmm. but she's only going to hang out with the mom if she passed yeah. a test. Okay. Because we don't want to get anybody sick. Yeah. Did you, did you tell people you were hanging out with that night that you have COVID? Oh, yeah, dude. I've told everybody. Okay, cool. I, I'm not an ass. I'm not an ass. Okay. I made it very clear to everybody, hey, guys, I got the vid. I'm sorry if you got it. But the thing is, no, I am the only person. The birthday boy out of the 15 people that I was hanging out with tonight, that night was the only person that got the COVID. See, the problem is, though, is with a, you when you gave me herpes, you didn't tell me until afterwards. Well, I mean, you said you wanted a night of fun and Mr. Mystery. Yeah, fun and mystery. I gave you a mystery. I mean, you didn't know what what bumps were growing on your penis until the next day. Speaking of herpes, let's talk to you, Revenge. Do Revenge! Uh, Directed by Jennifer Caitlin Robinson. Uh, She's directed things. She wrote Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, This is, uh, she mostly, she wrote, co-wrote Thor, Love, and Thunder. She didn't write the whole thing. Who does that? But this is her uh, third directorial job. Um, Man. Uh, this also, sorry, okay, and it's also written by her and Celeste Ballard. This stars Camila Mendez as Drea. I'm going to stop you right there. Uh, Maya Hawk, uh, Dwayne Hawk and Ethan Hawk's daughter as Eleanor. I'm hopeless. Mm. We both are. If only we could just, like, combine. Also, this stars uh, Austin Abrams as Max. Yeah, I liked you since I sat down next to you. Also, uh, Rashad is Russ, Talia Ryder. Uh, this also stars I Alicia mean, Post. But uh, Sophie Turner plays Erica. Uh, you are the son of the last true warden of the North. Also, uh, I don't. I think this is not like a, a secret, but Sarah Michelle Gellar is in this movie too, as a, as a principal. How are you there, dude? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I thought you, I thought you'd go ahead and tell me. Um, so are you ready for this? Yeah, uh, Sarah Michelle Gleer, this is actually her second movie now that we've uh, re- reviewed with her in it for the last two weeks. What was she in? And it's her return. She was in uh, Clerks 3. Oh, yeah, she was in for like a second, yeah. Yeah, but still, she uh, literally now, it's her return to movies, man. <laughs> okay, for those really big parts. Uh, watch good. Oh, shoot. Yeah. First, 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 we got it. If we're going back to school, man, we got to be at school. Let's go back to the school. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Read this course storyline for this one, pal. All right. All right. Dre is at the peak of her high school powers when her entire life goes up in flames after her sex tape gets leaked to the whole school, seemingly by her boyfriend and king of the school, Max. Eleanor is an awkward new transfer student who's angered to find out that she now has to go to school with her old boat bully, Carissa, who started a nasty rumor about her in summer camp when they were 13. After a Clandestine. Clandestine? Clandestine. Yeah, wow. Clandestine. Yeah, that's a good... Man, I haven't heard that word before. Clandestine run-in at tennis camp. Dre and Eleanor form an unlikely and secret friendship to get revenge on each other's tormentors. So, uh, this movie, it exists in the land of euphoria as in these places don't exist. Like, like these people, these parties that are thrown for... 
you know, ch- you know, essentially children. The, 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 this I is John Hughes, man. It's not John. This is way different than John. This Hughes. is so John Hughes, man. Right. This is this is literally this is the return to the teeny bopper days the, of where teenagers are played by thirty year olds. Okay, well, like, yeah, we'll get to that. But and, Euphoria and, mixed with John Hughes mixed with uh, Cruel Intentions, right? Yeah, this is the new. This is this is the new. This is new breed, man. Because this movie literally uh, took uh, something from every one of the famous um, teen. Movies that we all love, the teen revenge movies, as but, you can but, say. But it's I not mean, revenge of the nerds. From, <laughs> they took things from Heather's. They took things from um, uh, Mean Girls, John Tucker Must Die, 10 Things I Hate About You, Clueless, Cruel Attentions. Like, this is literally. Yeah, like, literally, there's but, something. But in here's, your... here's the difference with those movies and this one. I think everyone in this movie is a fucking horrible person. Everyone. I know, just like Mad Men. Everybody in it is a completely horrible person. Well, uh, we're not talking about Mad Men. Right now. We're, talking about, we're talking about D-Revenge. Uh, that's not to say I didn't like this movie. I, I was okay with it. But, but like, and it had, like, a few good twists at the end, sort of like an Ocean's Eleven type sort of thing going mm-hmm. on. But but uh, I don't think, uh, like, like these people, this this exists in a world that's not reality. No 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 places have places like this. Um, also, uh also, what's what's mentioned the sex tape? Uh, Camille Mendez supposed to be seventeen, and there's no like, you know, there's no like, um, kitty porn charges being popped up in here. Uh, this land without law, without anything. This land that exists somewhere else. But but it's it's yeah. But this is a rich school. Yeah, but they said you have to have the only reason that um what's her name could get in Drea. was because she had yeah Drea because she had good grades. She got a scholarship yeah. to go to this high school. Yeah. But I, you know, yeah. But again, I just, I just this is a private school, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a private school. But the, but do you think? Did, have you ever gone to a private school? No, I've never gone to a private school. Have oh you? my gosh! Oh, dude, it's a whole different world. Okay. It's like going to college. It's like going to college in the military. Have you gone to private school? Uh, yes, I've been to two of them. Okay, how many of them? I visited. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, so. I just, I just do think that the land outside of school doesn't exist in the real world. But yeah, I could be wrong, you know? I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure, sure there's 16-year-olds snoring coke out of, of, of uh, strippers' asses at every every high school party. you never seen that as in high school? <laughs> Not in high school. Not with a stripper there. Are you serious? I'm positive. Yeah, I'm sure. You, Dude, you had a different high school life than I did, bro. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, are you, a, are you saying I mean, that these target parties are what you've att- attended as a, as a like? Uh, no, I mean, it, uh, by any means, did I have money for LED lights and craziness like that? No, okay. but we did hard drugs, blew yeah, things up. That's like, fine. I mean, that, like, but that's that sounds I like mean, that sounds like a ne- normal Indiana night, though. <laughs> like, um, dude, I remember we did a line of coke. We put it on a, a girl's ass, and mm. it was in the shape of the state of Indiana. <laughs> and like we all took turns. Oh my god! And I was like, I don't know, fifteen, yeah, sixteen. Okay. All right, that's. I yeah. mean, that, I'm sure. I'm sure that that sounds like the lamest shit in the planet. But um... no, no, it wasn't lame because then after what you did, you know, with after you, yeah. Anyway, um, all right. Um, this movie. <laughs> you ever had like crazy gang bangs in fucking high school? Uh, no, man. Uh, I don't know anyone. Like has, where yeah. you just be like sitting around and you just be like, we're all bored. You know, back then we didn't have the internet really, and we didn't have anything else to do, so we just all like start fucking. Sounds like a blast, dude. Um, really? 
No, I didn't. No wonder. And you, you. This is why Texas is so like out there, man. They didn't have these kind of parties there. No, man, they didn't. I mean, we saw. Wow. I, wasn't, I wasn't there for them. We watched happened. a movie where they literally had those kind of parties. This is a fucking Texas. movie, though, man. Like, like Not this movie, the other movie. Uh, what we watched just a couple weeks ago, where they're like doing weird gangbangs in the middle of the desert. Um, vengeance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I, I don't remember gangbangs in the movie. Yeah, they had like a tent with like the drugs. Oh yeah, the, the fuck, the fuck tent. People, yeah, yeah. And people were fucking everywhere. Yeah. But anyway, whatever. Both fucking movies. <laughs> not, not, How, you guys were twins. How are you not the popular people, man? We were the popular weird. people. I just, I just. Uh, what the fuck? You weren't with the right popular people. <laughs> but anyway, let's continue. I, I, uh, okay, whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, do revenge. Um. Man, what were your thoughts on this man? Movie? Yeah, Maya Hawk, um, uh, Tony Hawk's daughter, and um, Camilla Dre and Eleanor played off of each other great. Uh, Dre already now, I, I wasn't a fan, uh, well, I didn't ever get a chance, I should say, to watch Riverdale, but now that I got to uh, watch a bunch of clips of her as Veronica mm-hmm. on Riverdale, oh my god, I kind of want to go back and watch Riverdale now. Um, uh, I could see why she was one of the, the key stars of that show. Um, these two played off of each other perfect, and everybody did their part just fine. This is a movie that will be watched for this generation for the next, you know, like, you know, in 20 years, like how we show people Breakfast Club. That's what this movie is. This movie is today's teens getting messed up, having their crazy attitude party. Because, come on, there's, you know, just like Pretty in Pink or um, 16 Candles. You know, no no fappy Middle Western girl lives in a house that is three stories tall that has like 10 people living in it or all visiting at the same time, you know. And so, like, this is this was a really good movie. The drama was there. The story was there. And also, they trick you several times in this movie. Um, they give you false hope or false, false like idea of where it's going. They foreshadow stuff that doesn't play out. It goes a completely different way. And I completely loved it about that about this movie. So I'm still trying to grapple with how I feel about this movie because um, now I have no problem when we have characters who don't like, but I just. I, I can't stand... Who am I going to root for in this? Like, we talked about this. I guess I don't root for anyone. Because me, most of the people in this movie are vapid pieces of shit. <laughs> like, like in... in uh, if, if I had to if I had to feel for anyone, be Eleanor. I, I don't feel anything for Drea at all. Um, uh, it's just... Yeah, but just like a John Hughes movie, none of them you rooted for. All of them are pieces of shit. Yeah. Breakfast Club, not one person to root for. Mm. Name one person in Breakfast Club you, you could root for. I guess I guess they're all kind of shitty people, right? They were all shitty people. <laughs> like, 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 seriously, it's just literally, it's. I hope this brings back, you know. I don't. That fun. The, I do. I don't think that. I don't think it's gonna be watched in twenty years. I'm now. That's something to say. I, I'm not gonna. I'm definitely gonna watch Jennifer Caitlin Robinson's next movie. But again, I, I thought this was almost good. <laughs> Not, good, but but uh, but 
thought mm. this was great. This is a, I think this is a, if Netflix didn't exist, this is a DVD buy. It'd be on the shelf right next to Pretty in Pink, right next to Breakfast Club, right next to, you know, Super Bad, right next to all those other high school movies, Clueless, you know, like, I feel like it's one of those movies that literally you can watch it at, at any time, have a couple buddies over, have some friends over, be stoned and watch and laugh your ass off. Okay. I mean, the ending though, the very, the very ending was so fucking pretty. I called it like, like I knew what was happening at the very end, like the ending. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you did too. I'm sure you knew that. I, I did too, but I mean, that's fine with these kind of movies. It's kind of what you want. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't hate it, okay? Like, like didn't hate it. And uh, there are parts of it I liked, but, like, again, we could talk about how the actors are probably close to 30, every single one of them. <laughs> you know? I don't know exactly all their ages, but I know they're, like, in Cam- their teens. Cam- Camilla's 28. <laughs> and, um, and I don't know how Matt Astro Neighbors is, but they're, but they're, I mean, they're all younger than me, obviously, because I'm some old, fuck, old fucker, but, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah, they're all in their mid to late 20s. All of them. So, you know, it's a... Uh... It's insane. I, I like the jokes. I thought they were funny. Um, I just realized I don't have my notebook. <laughs> so, uh, it's all the way in the living room. Okay. It's so far away. So, so many my, feet. Um, I'll give my notebook. Um, give my quick here's a, here's a thought for you. Mm-hmm. Here's a thought on you. I'll chew on it. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. How many high school movies have people drugged other people and all right so neil's asking me again how many people have been drugged in high school movies and i i couldn't tell you i'm sure neil has a has a, a list of them but it's uh, for me oh okay so neil's trying to neil i don't want to give anything away in the movie but there's something like like that that happens in this movie and I, can't, I can't i don't know man like yeah you have to tell me how many high school people are drugged in movies like dosed i guess oh i can think of one right now Detroit Rock City is one of them, right? There you go. That's there one. You of them. Go. Okay. Detroit Rock City. Okay. Um, like, because there's always like there's always seems like there's a scene in movies where like someone gets too wasted. I mean, like you can even go to the college films like you know Animal House and stuff like that, where it's like where people get for the comedy factor, not the hey we're gonna ass rape these people. You know, <laughs> yeah. Neil needs to call these not date rape movies. I'm sure they exist, but but uh, Neil's trying to get uh, so besides besides Drug City, what else can you think of besides Animal House and Drug City? Mm, man, I don't know, but I'm just like, it's a I com- know there are several. it's a common trope for sure. Uh, for example, I mean, even happened in not a high school movie, getting to the Greek team or that, the fuzzy wall or the fuzzy wall. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get him to the Greek. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, but this movie, it's a high school movie. It's uh, It's got it's twists and turns. The actors are fine, but uh, it didn't quite hit the mark for me. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I get it. You just, you'd rather see about a woman in her teens getting tortured and hate everybody than rather a movie about a teen about finding love and existence in a good world. I get it, man. Neil's putting words so, in my mouth, things I never said. <laughs> I'm not, no, no, no. This is, this no, is, I, no, 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 no. I was, one of your favorite movies of all time is about a girl being angst in her senior year of high school. 
and that how much she hates everything all the time. But then when something funny and comedic comes along, you're just like, I can't stand that. What's my favorite movie? Uh, Lady Bird. I, I, dude, you guys could. I, I, I swear to God, I think people would come to the show and really think that I love Lady Bird. I thought it was a good movie. I just, I just, you know, so you're talking about like it's my favorite movie, not by a long shot. It's in my favorite movie. We wouldn't even have a top 100. But uh, like calling this fun, I don't know if I call this fun. This is your favorite movie. You know it. Anyway, let's give some quotes and then we'll give our ratings since okay. you, you, you don't seem to like things that make people laugh and happy and feel good. Um, <laughs> you know how you know you made it is when you get at the top and someone wants to try to destroy you. Why is your first instinct always to set things on fire? The only way to get ahead is to be smarter. Uh, it was a classic Icarus story. I flew too close to the sun, so my boyfriend leaked my sex tape. Mm. Uh, your pet lizard is not considered a friend. My therapist says hurt people hurt people. I don't know that's true with teens. I don't even do cocaine. I don't even know what it looks like. <laughs> Uh, you look like you need a grilled cheese. I'm sorry, Schoolhouse Rock. Are I'm sorry, Schoolhouse Rock. Are you dragging down my sentences? I'm Frankenstein, and you're Frankenstein's bad bitch. Narcissists are too busy thinking about themselves to realize that they're being played. My ex girlfriend is mad. I hooked up with my ex-boyfriend mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> you stalking me yes and later i will murder you okay our chemistry was incredible thank god i was sitting on a towel get it <sighs> yeah I get it. she was okay <laughs> we're casting spells we're casting spells tonight bitches light as a feather stiff as a board light as a feather stiff as a board see they even got craft in there mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad, are, I'm glad they I'm gave me the, okay, fine. What? I'm glad they got me thinking about a seventeen year old fucking uh, being so wet. <laughs> She's eighteen, dude. Um come to the administration parties and show everyone what a bad bitch looks like. It's a story I told myself to make myself feel better because I was a toxic bitch. Fuck figure it out who you're supposed to be fuck figuring out who you're supposed to be stay lost forever, forever. there you go all right so uh my score on this one is a 3.3 like again like mm -hmm. uh, like mm -hmm. the parts of it that shouldn't work for me uh i'm definitely is a director to watch for sure um because she directed it i'm really excited to see what she does next but this didn't do it for me uh, the actors are fine, but they're all about you know, good eight years older than they should be. Uh, I thought the I I thought it was who am I supposed to fucking root for here, or you know, feel something for, and I just I couldn't do it. And I thought that some of the dialogue was pretty questionable in that aspect. But that being said, it's it's not a horrible thing. There are worse ways to spend your time, but it's a three point three for me. Uh, this is a three point eight. I love this movie, man. 
I thought it was good. I thought it was great. It's not the thing that's going to change the world, but it's obvious that this is the same writer from Thor, and it's obvious it's the same writer from, you know, Wrecked and Above the Average Presence. Like, it is like, you can tell this is a comedic genius of this decade. And hold on, hold on. You, can't, you can't say it was okay in the other way. And this is a comedic genius of the decade. Are you are you out of your fucking mind? Yes, Chris. I'm sick. What the fuck? Uh, I can I, I can still How criticize you, you when you're sick. Me? You want me to get you a thermometer and me show you that I'm 101 in temperature right well, now? I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not saying like that. I literally had to take a shower for an hour to make sure I'm awake enough. I am drinking liquid energy to make sure I can stay awake just to talk to you. <laughs> so, yes, I'm out of my fucking mind right now, Chris. <laughs> anyway, right, so. uh, anyway. Uh, I love the writing in this movie. I like uh, the interactions with everybody. I, I like the awkwardness of it. I love how it all comes full sail. Um, it was one of those movies. It, it's a. It, it's definitely one of those that you would put on the on the mantle with your 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 cruel tensions. Your you know your clueless. Your you know what other what other movie that's a high school movie um, about high schoolers that hang out all the time and do weird shit. American oh, Pie. Deep Throat. Um, American Pie, Deep Throat, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, Deep Throat. Um, so uh, so we're gonna, I'm gonna run tomatoes.com right now. What is the audience score for Deep Revenge? Audience score is gonna be eighty seven percent, eighty two percent, pretty close. Yeah. Now, what is Woo! what is the critic score for this movie? Sixty nine, eighty five. Oh wow! And it went higher. Than I just that. usually, you know, critics usually don't get. Good movies like this. What was their consensus? Do Revenge could have used a bit more bite, but Maya Hawk and Kumail Mendez make this a sweet dish best served to viewers who understand that high school can be hell. Yeah. I mean, uh, the high school, not like this one, but yeah, it can be hell for sure. So that's a uh, Do Revenge, man. Uh, again, not my favorite movie here. Uh, I had a hard time feeling anything, but it was an interesting watch. Oh, I'll definitely give that. I know you. You really wanted to watch it. You, you, you sure watched this movie, and I no, was no, like, "Yes, I, I, of course, dude." Okay, all right. Well, that's that's what we're watching. We watch with me. She also isn't this the movie that you wanted to watch? I want. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know what movies we wanted to watch. Yeah. Believe me, believe me. I want to watch Pearl, and I want to watch Barbarian. Those are two movies that we're going to be trying to watch as soon as we can. As soon as I'm allowed in the theater, guys, but I'm not going to go out there and uh, kill people. That's, that's fair. Uh, but Because COVID's still a thing. COVID's still a thing, guys. It's not over yet. <laughs> no, I'm going to guess it's going to be like no. the, the flu. People are going to get it, and then they're going to be, you know, it's, be, it's now part of the, the cultural landscape of, or, you know, the oeuvre of uh, of uh, business you can get seasonally. Or every year, all the time. Are you ready for the do news? You get news picked up? Are doing news today? I thought we were doing three movies. Well, okay, what's the third movie we're doing then? I, uh, uh, we were doing that. Uh, I don't know. I was just kidding. Yeah, let's do the news. News. I'm going to read stuff. Chris is going to like it or he's going to die. It matters which way it goes. We don't know. Yay. Yay. News out of it, guys. Oh, Chris. Yes, sir. Chris. Yes, sir. What's up? Your favorite 
your favorite dual movies are about to be a trilogy. Okay, what is it? They're... That's right. Yes. Coming to theaters in 2023, it's going to be Magic Mike's Last Dance. <laughs> mm. Oh, we are totally going to freaking review this. So then you have to watch all of them. Yeah, I've, I've not seen either. I just saw Steven Soderbergh, I think, directed his first one, which is something that I feel like I should have seen if I Soderbergh directed it, but I haven't. To be honest, yeah, they got the they got the sexy man dance scenes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's actually really I funny. Heard, I heard it's really funny. I've <laughs> seen them. It's not bad. Yeah. So Magic Mike Last Dance coming to the theaters. No longer going to go to HBO Max. It's going to go to the theaters set for 2023 release. God damn it! Valentine's God Day. damn it! You guys fighting COVID, doing a good job. So we got to go to the theaters now. <laughs> All right, here it is. I've been trying to tell you this. I think I tried to tell you this on the last episode since we reviewed Clerks 3. Mm-hmm. And here it is. Here's the story. Kevin Smith tells us Harvey Weinstein is holding Dogma hostage. Mm. Now, I'll give you the gist of it. I'm not even going to read that because I read this article like three times yeah. to make sure what it is. All right. So what it was, was they lost the rights. Uh, the rights went to the Weinstein company and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And... So a couple of years ago, Kevin Smith gets a phone call when he's like, okay, I'm going to try to buy the, get the rights back to Dogma. Sure. So I can have it in my collection. And Weinstein calls him. He's like, yeah, dude, we're actually thinking about doing like a series on Dogma and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, really cool. What do you want to do on Dogma, the series? And they're like, you know, do something cool, blah, blah, blah. Well, Three days later, three days later is when Harvey Weinstein got busted or whatever, arrested for all the misconduct stuff he did. So then he, um, so then Kevin Smith figured it out that he was actually calling him to see if he was one of the whistleblowers. Mm. And because he never knew about any of this rape shit whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, or any sexual allegations or whatever, misconduct or whatever. And then so he calls him back, and now because Harvey Weinstein's in that whole thing, he will not sell Dogma back to him for no less than $5 million. Well, I mean, Dogma, it's a really good movie. I like Dogma quite a bit. It's a good movie, but it, it would take years to make that money back. Well, I, I imagine that we're selling off a lot of stuff come, come when he gets put in prison. Yeah. Mhm. You can, you so can, we don't know how that's you, gonna go. You can buy Dogma for twenty dollars fifty cents on Amazon for the, the DVD. That is. I know, but I mean, he wants that so he can stream it. So you yeah. know, yeah, he can be in the streaming world with his yeah. other movies. Yeah, it is part of the New Jersey. It is part of the New Jersey trilogy. You know. Um. All right. Coming back to play his role as one of the biggest DC superheroes, the one, the only, Keanu Reeves is stepping back into the comic book world and is making a sequel to Constantine. I really like the first Constantine, man. I really liked it. Uh, I don't know why people shit on it. Why do people shit on Constantine? Do you know why? Because he doesn't look anything like Constantine. Do you like the movie Constantine? You like? 
You like that movie? Yeah, I like the movie Constantine. Um, my problem is Matt Ryan, who played Constantine on the TV show and all the TV shows on the CW and all that Better stuff. Constantine? Better Constantine? Better Constantine. Better Constantine. Because one, he's English, <laughs> <laughs> which Constantine is. Instead of so he's like, so he's like, hey, what's up, my love? Well, that demon there is a bloody fucking hell. I'll knock them right in the so, fucking knickers and get them that so, fucking so later. Here's the deal. They could have done. Uh, they could have. They, they know that fucking Connery's can't do an English accent because Dracula. So they just got. Yeah, into I know. But uh, I mean, I like Constantine. Also, also, Constantine has blonde hair. He doesn't wear a black trench coat. He wears a tan trench coat. Doesn't wear a black tie. Wears a red tie. Like it, he, there's a different look to the character altogether. Okay. And so, that that's why people are upset with it. But you, like but to- I don't care. It's Keanu fucking Reeves. He did a good job. His representation, just like hey, look, Michael Keaton didn't do a perfect Batman, but he was still a good fucking Batman. Okay. You know, you know. Heath Ledger, you know, he wasn't a perfect fucking, he wasn't a perfect fucking knight in, in you know, uh, Knight's Tale, but he, you know, tried. I, I thought you were going somewhere else with that good job. I know exactly. A little misdirection. Good misdirection. I, I did, did it. Anyway. All right. Uh, Stephen King's book, Fairy Tale, already getting adapted into a movie. I, I feel like what's gonna happen like is that is that he makes he say I'm writing this so like we're buying rights for he's like haven't written yet like don't care <laughs> I feel that's what's happening with everything that Stephen King writes they just adapt it immediately you know man I just I just want them to hit the mark you know I just want the movie to be good and man, not they have like, a few sometimes hit the mark. They, they adapt Stephen King they f it up so much Doctor Sleep was really good though I mean we can talk about that that's a pretty good adaptation of Stephen yeah. King movie. But it didn't make enough money to get a prequel. Originally, yeah. they were going to make a prequel called The Overlook. Oh, yeah. And it was about the hotel, about yeah. everything that happened that yeah. leads up to The Shining uh-huh. and Doctor Sleep, and it was going to be a trilogy. And um, it didn't make enough money for them to get it. At least Chapter 1 of it so is good. Chapter 1 is pretty good of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like them. I like them. I, I, I thought like you Doctor said Chapter Sleep. 2. I, I, thought you, I, I thought you didn't like it, it part Chapter 2. Oh, no, I didn't like it. Chapter, okay, okay. Uh, part two. No. Okay. Um, Descendants, your favorite new show where you, like, didn't have any idea where the fuck that ever came from. Uh, <laughs> I used about? a clip for one of the guys. Two, oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> and, and you're like, where the fuck did you get that? And yeah. it's like, that's from Descendants. <laughs> Descendants 4 is officially announced. Yeah. Woo-woo. So I know my, you're happy about that. My, fa- my favorite Descendants it. is the band of Descendants, so. <laughs> Um, My college. Alan Arkin, yeah. Kathy Bates, Tanya Taylor are joining Cassie. Kathy, Cassie are joining Cassie. You can't speak, man. Just... Are joining Casey, Casey Affleck, uh-huh. and a heist thriller called The Smack. Also with Marissa Tomei, Elizabeth May. So I mean, I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Casey wow. Affleck in a long time, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, you only made money in the pandemic, dude. When you, when you know, when it's pandemic, why the fuck going to work? Um, it centers on a con man. The movie will center on a con man, played by Casey Affleck, who has hit rock bottom when he hits an upstart hustler to be played by Taylor. After a tip from a wise con, Alan Arkin, mm-hmm. the two of the helm 
head to L.A. to pull off the biggest scam of their lives. But they learn that they aren't the only ones looking for the money with a list of other scammers uh, going trying to get it as well. As the con unfolds, the man cannot figure out if he and the woman are actually falling in love or being set up for the ultimate grift. Okay. I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. I'm and you got Kathy Bates, Alan Arkin, Marissa Tomain, Bucky K. You know, I'm down. Yeah. You, you, you can say two of those names I'm in. You okay, know? Uh, <laughs> like, let me, okay. Alan Arkin, Kathy Bates. If you say Kathy Bates, I'm in every time. Kathy Bates, I'm in any time. Okay, fair enough. I love Kathy Bates. Yeah. Um, Nicholas, Agal- Nicholas Galzine is going to act alongside Anna Hathaway in a prime video romance film. Um, he's known for the big slit, wet up American hot dream. Amer- I mean, and everybody knows who Anne Hathaway is. Yeah, yeah, Anne Hathaway. Right? Yeah, I know who Anne Hathaway is. Uh, it's called The Idea of You, which tells the story of Sophia Hathaway, a 40 year old divorced mother. Sophia's husband, Dan, ended the relationship to be with the younger women, and now he's canceled plans to take their 15 year old daughter to Coachella. One of the largest <laughs> concerts or events of the year. Sophia, fed up with Dan's negligence, decides to take Dan's place and chaperone her daughter during the fest. Sophia meets um, Hayes Campbell, the 24-year-old lead singer of the world's most popular boy band. What's the name of this movie <laughs> like, again? This movie is called The Idea of Love. The Idea of You. The okay. Idea of You. Okay. And I can't wait for it. I, I want to see that just because of that premise alone just makes me like go, yeah. Someone's trying. She didn't give a shit going. <laughs> all right. Um, are you all right, man? Yeah, somebody just messaged me like asking me how I'm doing because they just found out that I have the vid. Um, uh, Kelly Marie Tran to star as activist Amanda Wynn in the powerful new film based on actual events. What's it called? Right. Okay. Um, let's see if they got a name for it. Uh, da, 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 da. I, you know, I read all these articles before. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I literally all I the articles. I, I, I just so I can come back to them. <laughs> um, but uh, Kellen, it's Demi Pictures, powerful film starring Train as real life activist Ama- uh, Amanda Wynn, a founder and CEO of the civil rights organization Rise. In addition to her starring uh, role, Tran is producing the film. Um, Nino Yang Bongbad, Jeff Tyler, and Amanda Wynn produce alongside her. Um, I'm trying to find, I know it said, uh, over the years, Amanda's activism has changed the lives of billions and continues, uh, to make our world safer for sexual assault survivors everywhere. It doesn't say the name anywhere, man. Okay. That's, that's it's just, you know, Amanda Wynn, she's the one that got a lot of sex slaves. And if you don't know who, uh, Kelly Marie Tran is, she, uh, played in, uh, the Star Wars movies, the the last ones. Uh, she was the, I guess, the love interest. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. Of of kind of 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 Don Bogan. That'll be coming out. Uh, let's see what else I mean, we got here. It's crazy because the men in the Andrea like Barba. You know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's doing. She's doing what she can do, man. That's and that's the bottom line. Because so cool said so. Okay. Uh, Candace Cameron is making a holiday Christmas movie called Candy Cane Lane, and co-starring with her will be Andrea Barber. So if you don't know who that is, uh, Candace, Cam- uh, Candace Cameron is a DJ from Full House, yeah. and Andrea 
Barbara is her best friend in the show, Kimmy. Yeah, Kimmy. I remember Kimmy and, and DJ. So they're doing a movie together. Okay. Which is cool because they just did like what? How many seasons of Fuller House together? Like five. Was 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 Bob Saget in Fuller House? I didn't watch Fuller House. Yeah, they did the cameos. There's okay. cameos. Okay. Rest in peace, Bob. Yeah, and, and then they finished it. Uh, the, the the twins never came back though. Yeah, why would they? <laughs> hey, they're like Brazilians. Yeah. All right. I love the fact that this movie exists and that it's happening. The Iron Claw has just signed on. The Iron Claw, which is a wrestling move. Okay, I thought done by. I thought it was the claw that came in the machine, and they, you know, whatever. No. Okay. Iron Claw is a wrestling move invented by one of the biggest wrestling families of all time. That are from Texas. The Guerreros. That is like literally the Von Erics. Yeah. Good job. Jeremy Allen White has just signed on as to be one of the Von Erics. I said the Guerreros, but the Von Erics, that's who it is? Yeah. Okay. No, it's the. Yeah, Guerreros of Mexico okay. um, and Tijuana. The, 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 the Guerreros ran out of uh, Tijuana and Mexico City. The Von Erics ran out of uh, Houston, Austin. Where's the Sportsatorium at? I for, always forget where the Sportsatorium is. Where's the Sportsatorium, man? I don't, I don't know where the Sportsatorium is. You know. Uh, you should know. You're from fucking Texas. Uh, <laughs> There's, Texas is pretty big, man. I, I don't know what the source of touring is. I've never really, yeah, actually, whatever. Yeah. But um But anyway, so now we got Jeremy Allen White in it. You know who Jeremy Allen White is, right? You have to let me know. You, I know you're about to let me know, right? Lip from freaking um uh from Shameless. He just did a show that's getting all kinds of love. Uh the bear. Oh, the bear. Yeah, yeah, in the bear. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jeremy Allen White. Okay, gotcha. All right, cool. I fucking love the bear. You watched it, right? No, I haven't watched it yet. I'm, that's on my list. I got a to-do list of shows I'm, I'm going through. Because I watch shows in the background when I do stuff. Okay, dude. And that's going to be on one one of them. You got to watch it. Like it's so good. I got it's like so five good. of them it's... right now. But um, the Von Erich brothers, if you don't know, like, oh, and of course, maybe I should put this part out there because now you're going to jizz in your little panties. The Sportatorium is um, in the Pembroke Pines, Florida. The Hollywood Sportatorium? No, it's not. That's not the wrong. Okay. No, no. That's not it, bro. All right. Uh, uh, no, it's in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. Uh, I'd like, like, don't don't ever say that to me again. All right, fine. I won't. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, don't, don't, don't insult my intelligence right, in wrestling. All right. Bro. All right. Sorry, pal. That, that, that is I just want to help you out. Sure. Really, the Dallas Sportatorium. Dallas Sportatorium. Okay, that's in Dallas. So okay. you you weren't anywhere near Dallas, so you don't know. I was dude. I was um, I was I was ten minutes out outside Dallas when I grew up. And you don't know about the Dallas Sportatorium? No, not about the Ringing Arena and all. Like literally, shit. this is where wrestling was created in America. You know that, right? Well, uh, you ever hear like freaking Eric's, out, dude? The freaking the Freebirds, the freaking yeah, like Andre the Giant wrestled there like a hundred billion times, dude. It, it, dude, it, it was Undertaker, Kane, like all these guys, Stone Cold Steve Austin, all of them came from there. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Just it was the most. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, whatever. Uh, so so far, 
in this movie, uh, The Iron Claw, um, we got Zach Efron, uh, Jeremy Allen White, Harris Dixon, and this is by A24. Okay. Yes, this is going to be awesome. So, and do you know about the Von Erics, right? At all? Yeah, a little bit, because you've been screaming about them just now. <laughs> okay. Like, not one. Oh, there's only, there's five of Von Eric brothers. There's only one left. Mm. The, the, the rest are dead. Murdered, killed themselves, OD'd. Like, we're talking some of the most tragic stories ever heard in all of pro wrestling, bro. That'd be an interesting story. You've Not seen just pro story. wrestling, but period in life. Yeah. Just period in life. Let's see this. Um, all right. A new movie coming out based on a popular TV show on uh, Netflix is happening. All right. So there's this TV show that is on Netflix right now, and it's like number one. It like everybody watched it the day that season five came out. They freaking everybody ate it up and freaking loved every minute of it. So a movie based off of Kara- uh, of the the Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're gonna new boot new a movie called like called Karate Kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. Based off of the Cobra Kai TV series. That's what I mean. That's what they should have done from the very beginning, right? Like, they did, like, like, so they're rebooting the Karate Kid for the third time? No, they're not rebooting it. Okay. Right. It is a Karate Kid movie in the works, courtesy of Sony Pictures. The studio has officially announced the franchise returned to the theaters by dating a new installment of the series, simply dubbed Karate Kid, for June 7th, 2024. That's all the information we're getting. Okay. But it's going to have the Cobra Kai characters in it. Yeah, it's going to be part of the whole thing, man. Because, I mean, Cobra Kai... Oh my God! Season five, guys. If you have not watched Cobra Kai, you just don't know good TV. Super Johnny you just need to give up. <laughs> not just Johnny. The last season had Chosen in it. Had freaking um, uh, Silver. Had oh my God! It was so you know who Chosen is right. No. Chosen's the villain from fucking Karate Kid Two. Okay, gotcha. Are, like, are they gonna have a Hillary uh, Swain come back in it? <laughs> <laughs> already been in it, you jackass. Anyway, Elizabeth Shue has already been back in it. Like, okay. all of them have okay. made returns. Okay. Uh, you bastard. Anyway, Orlando Bloom joined David Harbour in Sony's Gran Turismo movie. Now there's a bunch of people in that movie. I don't care anymore. <laughs> you just made me sad. You just made me sad. Chill out, I, dude. You know, I left, I left this awesome story for the last one, and I don't even think I'm going to fucking tell no, you. Go that. ahead and do it now. It's um, an awesome story. Anyway, do it. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Loveliness is asking fans right now to help him write a movie, and everybody thinks it's King the King Dynasty, the new, the last Avengers movie, okay. the next Avengers. Yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you can go respond, uh, and he's like, "Hey, does anybody know how to write a movie?" And people are already responding back to him. You're gonna respond back to him on his Twitter account, and he is looking for some ideas. Jenny Ortego, who is going to be known as Wednesday Adams till she dies now. Yeah, she was um, an ex, guys, if you guys want to remember. She was an ex, Jenna Ortega. Yeah, and she's in Wednesday Adams, which comes out in like a week. Exciting. And after that happens. That's exciting. Yeah, so as that happens, the, she won't be known as anything else but the girl that played Wednesday Adams. Is this on Netflix, Wednesday Adams? Yeah, it'll be on Netflix. Same, same week that Monsters comes out, which oh, I already have a copy of that. Have you, have you watched it yet? 
No, I watched like a second of it. Okay, you're I scared like, of it. I know you're scared of it. It's I'm scared of it. <laughs> so, like, is when they have to be like TV, but, it's gonna be TV, MA, TV, TV 14, you know, like the rating for Wednesday Adams, how, like, how dark is it gonna get? The Wednesday Adam ones looks awesome. But anyway, mm-hmm. Jenny Ortega is us now joining Martin Freeman and Miller's Girl, Lions, Lionsgate and Point Grey's upcoming movie, Miller's Girl, will start Jenna Ortega and Martin Freeman in the lead roles. Miller's Girl marks the directorial debut of writer-director Jade Halley Barlett. Mm-hmm. Miller's Girl's ranked on the 2016 Blacklist, and Point Grey has been attached to the film feature ever since the movie. Um, I was hoping that would give us part of what the fuck the movie was, and it did not. <laughs> uh, Dude, I just no, realized there's so much stuff out now. How the fuck are we going to, like, do There's it? no way. There's no way, bro. I mean, you just we might have to give up the new segment and do three movies a Weird week is out. Weird, weird is out. Fucking Blonde is out. Fucking... Uh, you said Monsters comes out. All the shit. And Smile comes out. All the shit, dude. How the fuck will you do it all? All right. I'm going to read this article to you. Uh-huh. It's only because I love you. Uh-huh. And you can cut this out if you want to, and we can go to the end of the news. But this is just for you because I saw it, and I was like, okay, I'll grab that, and I'll put that in there. Ty West shares the origins of why he wrote the X trilogy. Where is this? Where can I find this? Uh, I'll send you the link. Okay. His In his words, we would never made this movie. It was part of it. It was like, if you go home, this script is nothing. I knew that when we wrote it, talking about when he got greenlit for Pearl, mm-hmm. uh, I knew that it was a completely a gamble to do this back-to-back, or it was like a writing exercise, and that all would be because it would make sense. The movie's budget would be enormous to recreate all this stuff. West told Bloody Disgusting in a recent interview. It was a really a movie that was birthed out of one of the most unique timing scenarios ever. But because of that, I knew that we could because of all the amortition of everything we had already put together with X, I just knew that there was a way to make a movie that looked a lot bigger than it was and to give it a scope and an identity that would feel not like a bonus movie, but a second completely different, fully realized stories, he added. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you anymore and it goes about way Pearl, into it. But I can't wait till we talk about Pearl with the other. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. I, I, it looks like... I, I've seen parts of it because I, I did try to get it in a certain way so I could watch yeah, it. Yeah. And, uh, man, I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. So I, I'll send you this information via Facebook. But that's the news. Let's talk about our last movie. That was the movies that don't suck and some of them news. I tell Chris a bunch of stiff. He likes throwing things at me and then stabbing me in the leg. That's why I can only walk with a limp. All right, let's talk uh, Confess Watch, directed by Greg Modela. Greg Modela directed things like Super Bad, Day Trippers, a bunch of classic comedies. You know, like, like, like you know, uh, Paul, Adventureland, um, many episodes of Undeclared, Arrested Development. And now with uh, Confess Fletch. This is written by... Confess Fletch! Yeah. Woo! Written by uh, Greg Modela, Zeb Barrow, and based on the books by Gary McDonald, this stars the so handsome John Hamm. Advertising is based on one thing. Happiness. 
Also, this stars Marsha Gay Harden as the Countess. We are painters, Jackson. Also, uh, it stars uh, Lorenza, Lorenza Izzo as Angela. You don't have to. <laughs> and, um, and then finally, Kyle McLaughlin as Horan. Entering the town of Twin Peaks. Also, John Slattery, also from Admins in this. Plays Frank. There's uh, so many different people that are in this movie that just pop up here and there. Yeah. But, um, like Roy Wood Jr., who plays uh, Detective Monroe or Slow Mo. So good. So good. I want you to read oh, the so storyline for him this movie. After becoming the prime suspect in multiple murders, Fletch strives to prove his innocence while simultaneously searching for his fiance's stolen art collection. So I can describe this movie in one word Delightful. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> Delightful. I like that. Um, one, I'm already a fan of the the Chevy Chase Fletches. Yeah. And uh, years ago, I even heard, um, actually, it's one of the bits of information I actually have about this movie. Uh, yes, here we go. Boom. There was supposed to be another Fletch movie made years ago. It was in years ago. Development Hell, though, right? It was in that, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was going to be Jason Lee from My Name is Earl oh. playing it. And Kevin Smith was going to be the director. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it was called uh, Fletch One. Now, uh, Fletch is a series of books, if you guys don't know this, um, from 1974 into the 1980s. Uh, and uh, I think there's two of them in the 1990s. And um, it is literally... You never know what the hell Fletch is going to do next. Mm -hmm. That is my best way to describe a Fletch movie. It's like, you just never, ever know. Like, how does he get away with the stuff he does? Yeah. And as much as I like Jason Lee, don't get me wrong, I like Jason Lee. John Hamm was a so much better... I, I can't see him playing. I can't see him playing like he's perfect as Fletch and this. Like, like to me, he's. Uh, they couldn't have gotten anyone else. Honestly, I feel like I feel mm -hmm. like John Hamm is perfect. Like, uh, I don't. I, again, I haven't seen the original Fletch. It's been because they came out in the eighties, fucking a long time ago. But there, it's just so goodness. It's just like it's funny. It's it's heartfelt. It's just it's got all. It's it's a delightful movie. You know, like it's just so good. Yeah, and I I just think John Hamm really really got that uh, sarcasticness that um, that that full uh, tomfoolery of yeah. what the Fetch character is because you don't know if Fletch is actually the smartest guy <laughs> in the room or the dumbest guy in the room. You never know that. The and that's what I love about Fletch is like literally you still at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, when it's all said and done, you still don't know if he's the smartest man in the room or the dumbest man in the room. But you think he's the smartest man in the room, even though he might not be. I want to see, you know, a million more movies with John Hammond's Fletch. I want to see Fletch, you know, four or five, six. I just want to see Fletch again. And I really hope it does well. I want those movies to come through. So, uh, you know why? What? Because at the end of the movie, they actually set up this. the next Fletch. I, it so happens. I hope it happens so much. I just want it to happen yeah. so bad. And, um, 
by any means, hey, get make this his series, man. <laughs> Give you know, um, you know, Tom Cruise has you know, um, Mission Impossible. Um, Chris Hemsworth is Thor. You know, John Hamm is Fletch. Just make him the new Fletch. Just give him, just right now, film all of them. Yeah, film all of them. Yeah, do it because 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 honestly, I I love the I loved this movie, man. It's it's yeah. it's one of the better. It's one oh. of the one of your funny movies I've seen this year. Uh, it's, dude, it's just so good. And John Hamm, I like to see him. I just want to see him more of John Hamm, honestly. Now, um, here, let's go over some. Okay, so the characters are all nuts. Yeah, all of them. And, and the comedy in this movie, yeah, you have your jokes. You have your right in your face. You can tell that's supposed to be funny. But then there's so many. I've already watched this movie three times, dude. Yeah, I, I I smiled so much watching this movie. Yeah, I've watched this three times already. <laughs> I, I watched it. I watched it the prime the first time go around, you mm-hmm. know, to watch it to for the, the yeah, podcast. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, honey, you need to watch this. <laughs> you will. This is your humor. You will love this." So then I watch it with my wife, and then um, she laughed. She loved it, mm-hmm. and then she passed out. And went to sleep, and I just rewatched it again <laughs> while I was doing working on stuff yeah. for the podcast. And um, there's things that you catch even the second time, the go around, the next, even the third time, go around. Yeah, I was catching things like there are so many little details in the background of this movie that um, is so cool. Like one thing that I caught right away in the first going, okay, and then they made a joke about it at some point in the movie was the fact that he was wearing a Los Angeles Lakers hat the entire movie in Boston. (laughs) And if you don't know that Boston Boston Celtic uh, Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers is like one of the biggest rivalries in all of sports history, (laughs) like, it was just like, oh, my God, how is he not getting shot and killed? (laughs) Like... Uh, I forgot to mention Eugene Merman plays the, that security guard at the yacht club. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm allergic to all kinds of shellfish and stuff, but uh, I'll come have some. Save me some potato salad because <laughs> yeah. that's all I can eat. Yeah. Oh man, this movie. Uh, I I smell so much. Like it won me over almost immediately. It really did. Like when you see like right from the beginning scene, I was I was in. Just now the. The only the only complaint that I really have about this movie, about this, okay, is there are no disguises. Did you want disguises? Yes, because like if you here, if uh, let me see if I can. I'll pull one up real quick. Um, in the original Fletch, if you see how he has on even on the poster, yeah, yeah. He uh the way he did it was that you know, and he came up with the names perfectly fine easily all the time. How you know, racist like, were the characters, though? Oh, that's true. That is a true statement. <laughs> that is a true statement. I don't know if they would be considered. You're right. You don't know if you can, you know, get away with some of that stuff these days. You're right. But still, you know, it'd have been nice to see him throw on a wig once or, you know, well, do something. I feel like uh, the producers trying to make a more understated flat, just make like, like you know, like less, less like, you know, wonky comedy or less like, you know, slapstick and just have Fletch just be funny. Which he was. He was great. Yeah. Which- and the other thing about this movie was um, that literally 
this was um this is the second book in the series too. I I mean they obviously had to update it because their phones and stuff and throughout this whole thing. Yeah, so I, I'm guessing that more of the update, not just the update, but I mean, like there's a part with uh, EDM <laughs> and light glow sticks that made me laugh so hard. Yeah, yeah. Then there's a lady like that almost set her house on fire while her dog's pissing on the floor. And like, <laughs> I mean, there's so many weird, uncomfortable, funny situations yeah. that happen in this movie. Yeah. And then again, you get to the end and you're like, was Flesh the smartest guy the entire time to just play like he was really dumb? I guess, man, like like it's just it's very it's a very fun movie. It's a fun movie. Like the whole time I feel like like it's just it's hard for me to like I think I could recommend this to everyone, honestly. Yeah, this is just a fun because it's you got your spy movie. You got a little bit of action in there, not a whole lot. You got a um, love, love entrance. You got comedy, and then they throw you through so many different fucking loops yeah. that you, you don't know exactly what's going on. That's yeah, a who done like, it kind yeah. of. Yeah, it's a who done it. Yeah, because that's what Fletch is. Yeah. It's always a who done it because he's an investive, he's an investigative reporter. So guys, if you guys, we saw this at home. It cost us twenty dollars to walk, to rent. But if you guys want to. Go to the theater and see this. Yeah, yeah, you know the good theater and go see Confess Fletch. I want everyone to see this so we get more of these because I, I was I was delighted by this movie and I, I want to see you know I want to see them continue on with this. So yeah, I want this movie to continue till I die. I want John Hamm just to play Fletch. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem with me watching Madman right now too, because in Madman he's such a piece of shit and like. <laughs> Yeah, I st- stick to it to like the third season, and you'll just it's it's such a good show. I don't know, I'll get to it. But um, also um, I, I was watching so many videos with John Hamm mm. this he's, past week. He's so fucking funny, dude. He's hilarious. well, he was on a he was on a Howard Stern yeah. on Monday. Okay, I think he's, and, uh, I think he's great. He's a person like, like oh, dude. he's hilarious. So you know how he got fame? You know how he got a job in Hollywood, right? No. Because he moved in with his friend from uh, Overland Park, Kansas. Because he's from Overland Park, Kansas. Uh, uh, St. Louis. No. Uh, well, I mean, I listened to a podcast with him on Mark Marin like a good month ago, and it was St. Mm-hmm. Louis. Oh, was he from St. Louis? Yeah, he's from St. Louis. Okay, so he had a buddy that yeah. was from uh, Kansas City that he met in college, yeah. and that buddy happened to be Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. And Paul Rudd had an apartment where he moved in with Paul Rudd. Him and Paul Rudd were roommates for like three years. That's so insane. It's like, look at these two insanely good-looking people. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And uh, Paul Rudd was like, he did Clueless. Yeah. You know, you know, and um, was a DJ at Hollywood events. And that's how they like, they would always go to these big Hollywood events because Paul Rudd was a DJ and yeah. stuff like that. And it's just like, he told some great stories, man. Um, and half the time he's like, I don't even know how I get half the gigs <laughs> I do. He goes, but I went on like a million and a half. I tried out for so many different things in my life. I I couldn't even. He did. He's just, he's just so good. Oh I know he's so good at what he does. I, I, I hate that somebody in life told this man, no, yeah. on not being on, on no, we don't want you in our movie. 
Ugh. And just sad. It's just so. But anyway, um, the, the performances are good. Again, like we said, it's like a murder mystery. Um, it's really like a whodunit, you know, mm-hmm. kind of movie. And I mean, for all ages. So let's get some quotes. And <laughs> it's, too, it's rated R, but for all ages. Yeah, it's it's all it's for all ages. I don't care. Rated mm-hmm. R, my ass. I don't give a damn. Okay. And it's only an hour and thirty minutes, guys. It's not like it's. Oh like, yeah, you're not gonna spend the it's not the TV whole day for sure. So. No, it's it's a good movie movie. Yeah. Uh, but for, before you get the idea, I'm not some rich asshole. You've been drinking. How long have you been drinking? Uh, well, I think I had my first beer when I was 12. <laughs> yeah, last well, word that. I played in the trumpet in high school, but I'm never going to give advice to Miles Davis. Um, no, writing for an airline magazine is about unsavory as it gets. How are, how are you married twice? I am very easy to fall in love with, sir. <laughs> uh, right here is fine. I, I can't stop here. Well, do you have something up there I can vomit in then? <laughs> Those. I can't read that. I messed up. <laughs> and it happens sometimes. You're sick. Um, yeah. yeah. I know not trusting a white guy drinking. I know not trusting a white guy driving an unmarked van talking to young people is a thing, but <laughs> um, it wasn't divorce. He died on the toilet, but no one wants to hear that story. No. Okay. I will only stay for two or three insults four at max. <laughs> Goddamn millennials are so fucking respectful. Pisses me off. <laughs> Don't you hate people who are too poor to afford beauty? Yeah. Oh, wait. So hands can be naked, but forget about the toes. Yeah. <laughs> you work in politics. You would probably take a lot of baths. Wow. What the hell? Beat your big cock. I will be in there in a way. In oh, yeah, way. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I actually rewound the point. What did she just say? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I had, I had subtitles going. I'm still like, no. Don't look proud. She she doesn't make good. She doesn't make the choice of the best of lovers. I don't, I'm going to interrupt you just for a second because she said bet your big cock, right? And mm-hmm. and there's, there's photos online of John Hamm. You get it's it's paparazzi photos, so you see, but you see the the incredible bulge he has in his in his pants, and you're like, it's not fair. That he's that handsome. He's got that going on too. All right. I don't know what I don't know what people. I don't know what people. I don't know what people hate more: cops or reporters. Yeah, it's cops. Yeah. It's definitely yeah, 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 cops. Right. <laughs> so, uh, what's your score in this movie? 4.2, man. I love this movie. I want to, I want to watch more of it. I want more of it. I'm 4.1, but yeah, it's great. It's, it's great. It was like, it was just one of those movies that, I mean, it, I'm like, even the poster, man, just looking at the poster, I'm sitting here, I'm just like, I mean, look at it. It's just like, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see more of it. Mm-hmm. And It's uh, the old style painted. and John Hamm has really good comedy jobs, by the way. He's very funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pepperidge Farm, buddy. 
God, that's gross. Oh yeah, don't stop. No, no. But um, uh, what is the audience score for Confess Fletch and Rotten Tomatoes? Um, for the for the for the viewing audience, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. seventy eight, seventy four. You're really close again. Oh man, yeah. that's close. What's uh, uh, what's the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes for this? Confess Fletch. Um, 92. 85. No, I'm still close. Shorter on wacky hijinks, but still very funny. Confess Fletch is a showcase for John Hinn's comedic chops that revised this long dormant franchise with style. So, I hope everyone gets a chance to watch Confess Fletch. I want more of these movies, so please don't stop. You can't stop, won't stop. Right? Can't stop, you won't stop. So... There's a movie coming out in 2023 called Cocaine Bear. Yeah, yeah, Cocaine Bear, uh, directed by and directed by Elizabeth Banks, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, so it, it's exactly what you a bear ingests cocaine and goes murder, murderous rampage. That's all I need to know. I'm definitely there for co- Cocaine Bear. I'm down. We gotta watch <laughs> Cocaine Bear, dude. Uh, it has a late great. I never, movie. I never thought I wanted to ever see a movie about cocaine bears. Here we are. Uh, right. It has so, the late great real in it too. So, so do you have any enemies in life, Chris? Uh, I mean, none that I no. I mean, I have people I don't like, but I don't have any enemies. Okay. Next time you're at somebody's house that you don't like, mm-hmm. take a bag of rubber bands, okay, and throw them. Like, open up the bag and uh, throw the rubber bands everywhere. Because rubber bands, you can't sweep up. The only way to pick up rubber bands is by picking them up individually. What is this? Just something you're just coming up with now? Just, just have no. I'm reading this thing. Okay, I'm reading a thing. I, I closed all the windows okay. and I got one window open, and it's it's telling me all the things. Okay. Well, uh, we got tons of stuff we got to watch. We'll figure it out, <laughs> but uh, I don't think we I know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, I got to figure out if I'm positive or negative for the COVID still. I haven't gone anywhere. I haven't seen anybody, but I have some COVID tests that I'm going to take either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. And then if you're good to go, we'll, we'll see Pearl. And then like starting in the next week, dude, it's the Tulsa fair. Uh, I'm going to be working every day, uh, like literally every day. Right, I'll be working like 14 hour days, bro. Every day. Well, let me see what I, I mean. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out. We'll do the. Yeah, we'll figure it out like we always do. Okay. All right, man. Well, uh, you can find us online movies on such.net. You're on Facebook at facebook.com slash movies on such podcast. We're on Twitter at NTS Podcast. We're on Instagram at NTS Podcast. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash movies on such. Also, if you want like shirts and stuff with their name on and some stuff Neil Neil's made as well, go to Bonfire Current such movies on such and some they do. Neil's wearing that shirt right now if you guys want to. Yeah, to take a look at it. And uh, when we're on YouTube, go and subscribe. If you're watching us on Facebook, you like that page. And uh, wherever you find podcasts, where you find podcasts, you find movies that don't suck and some that do. What do we do for small businesses? <laughs> oh, you said stuff. Um, yeah. If you got a small business, let us know via email, message, whatever. We want to advertise you to our thousands of followers or millions of listeners. We want to make sure, I think it's the other way around, Mill- <laughs> uh, thousands of listeners. Uh, thousands of listeners, millions of followers. Um, we want to get your word out there to the streets, to the, we want to take it to the streets, mm-hmm. to the streets, yo. Mm-hmm. You could just let us know, give us the information. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. 
right. Let's get the hell out of here. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, anytime you're walking around Boston, the best way to make some friends is wearing L.A. Lakers gear. Hey, have a good night. <laughs>